I, I don't know if it was like, hey, Tim, uh, this is Woody. And uh, and then I just like lost where I was kind of thing in my mind. I'm like, uh. <laughs> and the thing that sucks about voicemails is there's no coming back from that. Mm-mm. It just keeps recording. You can't, well, I guess you, I, see, sometimes it bites you. You can sometimes like press pound to re-record or whatever. Right. And so I've waited it. I've waited it out before to do that. And it doesn't do it, and then it just was like boop. That's yeah, it. and you're yeah. like, oh my god. So that's kind of what happened here, except for I was like, well, I'm not going to wait it out. I'm just going to kind of try to save this. And needless to say, I didn't. The voicemail just got worse, and um, it was just it was just embarrassing. The good news is the uh, the guy ended up calling me back, and he's like, oh, I didn't even listen to the voicemail. <laughs> good. <laughs> Good. Um, but anyways, that happened to me again today, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Man, mm-hmm. is this too late to record? I mean, were you in bed it's already? Pretty t- it's pretty is late. The, is the mic on? Hey kids, welcome back to That Would Be Rad, your favorite podcast that majors in 80s and 90s nostalgia, comic culture, all things paranormal, and minors in retro video games, tabletop RPGs, pre-internet mysteries, and raising our kids to be half as cool as we were back in the 80s. I'm your host, Tyler Bentz, and this is your other host, Woody Brown. Hey man, what's up? Uh, I don't know, it's just nice that there's actual sunshine outside, man. It's just been raining and raining. Oh, I love the rain. I mean, I love the rain too, but it's just nice. Like, it's nice to be able to go outside, Mm -hmm. make a little fire in the fire pit in the evenings, let the kids run around. Mm -hmm. You can't do that when it's raining. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I don't know the last time that I actually did go outside um, (laughs) ever, ever. Uh, (laughs) No, in reality, I I get up in the mornings, I take my daughter Amelia to school Uh, every other day. I come back home pick up my other daughter, Amelia, take her to daycare, and then come back home. And then that's about it. Yeah. Those are, those are about the only times that, uh, you know, that I leave the house. Mm-hmm. So, Boy, I mean, for people that love VHS and or drawing or reading or watching mm-hmm. movies all the time or listening to music or writing music or doing a podcast, yeah, the, the pandemic situation really wasn't... Didn't change. Wasn't... Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Man, you mean I don't have to drive somewhere mm-hmm. and waste two hours round trip? Mm-hmm. Okay. I kind of do think that, you know, I mean, I work for myself. You pretty much do. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for other folks, I think, it, you know, hopefully for the, the better, it has sort of maybe started to create like a new model. I mean, you know, I was a designer for, a graphic designer for eight years. And for the better part of that, I mean, I would li- I would drive over two hours there and back to get there when I literally had the exact same iMac at my house. And it was just kind of like, this is so pointless. This is such a waste on gas and your car and and even time. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's almost two and a half hours a day driving to Atlanta and then driving back, uh, sitting in traffic and all that stuff. You know, hopefully this has, I don't know, set like a new standard for that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's still like some of the net, like some of the stuff that I miss is like certainly like networking type stuff, like face to face, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, frankly, golly, man, just being able to go to a Braves game at lunch, 
you know? And then just be like, hey, man, I mean, because look, here's the deal. We're already going to lunch. I got to take this guy to lunch. Mm-hmm. You can go and do what we call the businessman special on a Thursday <laughs> afternoon at the Brave Stadium. Yeah. I mean, they got hot dogs there. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just eat lunch? Or the pony, outside. whatever. It's a beautiful, well, it's a beautiful, um, you know, spring day out there. Let's have a hot dog. Let's talk a little business. But let's watch mm. some Braves baseball. And tell mm-hmm. me, dude, it's just, uh, oh, I miss it. Well, I don't care much for sports. Yeah, uh, I know, but, you know. But if I did, that sounds delightful. Yeah, I mean, there's just something about the Braves, though, man, that makes me feel so 90s. Mm-hmm. You know? I'll get you. I'll get you back. Okay. Okay, so today, let's get to it. Yeah, uh, dude, what are we talking about? You're, you strung me along. You said you got this mystery topic. I'm yep. kind of like, I have no idea what you're gonna what you're going to spring on me, so bring it on, bro. Well, so we're going to do things a little different. Today, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Oh, man. And then I think eventually it'll sort of start taking shape uh, for you. You know, Dude, is just this going to make me look like a moron? No, 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 no. Well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> just, but I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you are not allowed to look on your computer. No, no, no. I'm not. Whatever you do, put your phone down because I know you're. Uh, no, I don't have my this phone. This podcast, you stare at your phone the whole time. I never stare at my phone, making it up, mm-hmm. falsifying information. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to ask you a series of questions, and uh, once it starts to take shape and. The realization kind of kicks in, then we'll start sort of expanding on stuff. But uh, here we go. You ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. What did uh, Anthony Hopkins say to God? What was her name? Right, We're off to a horrible start. A ding. This is it's the Mandela effect. God, you. How did you know? Because why else would you be asking about Anthony Hopkins? <laughs> <laughs> You know that I'm a huge Anthony Hopkins fan. <laughs> you and I both know I'm a phenomenal dancer. Okay, well, you got me. Who's the other lady? Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. What does, when she comes to visit him mm-hmm. in prison, in the detainment cell, what does he say to her? God, see, this is going to make me feel, I'm not looking. I swear this to God. This is going to make me, I swear, man, on, you know, rad honor. Okay. I'm not looking, but it is going to make me look like an idiot because I don't remember well, exactly well, uh, something like, um, well, he- I don't know, man. God, no, 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 say it, say it. You were well, onto it. Hello, no. Clarice, or something like that. Okay. What is the color chartreuse? <laughs> not a clue. Just guess. If, if somebody said, hey, that's a, uh, should I go with this or chartreuse? I mean, I, I don't know, man, like some kind of like weird beige purple thing. No clue, dude. God, you see, you are making me look like a moron. It's um, all good. Go ahead. How do you spell? Uh, okay, you there's a, a particular a cookie called an Oreo. Yeah. Every now and then, well, I think now you can buy it all the time, but it is called a what? Oreo. It has extra cream. I don't really. Now I'm calling myself out here. I'm not a huge Oreo guy, anyway. Okay, uh, it's called a double stuff. But can you spell? Yeah. Can you spell spell that? You mean how they spell, do they spell stuffed like a weird way? Well, I mean, I just need you to tell me. I would say just the normal way, S-T-U-F-F-E-D. Okay. What is a, uh, I think you like these. Actually, I don't know if we've ever even had this conversation, but it's a. It's like a little, like a, a breaded snack, like a cheese snack, and they're in little squares. What are those things called? A breaded cheese snack? Is that... Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, like a, like a snack. No, they're like little squares. Cheez-Its. Okay. The best thing uh, is I know exactly where this is going, but I st- I'm so like, and also I've said this before on the podcast, I'm a terrible judge of this because like, that, yeah, like I, I think, no, I think we talked about this one time and I think I sent it to you and I, and I want to say that we talked about it on the podcast where like Dorito, like even just name brand stuff over and in. Well, that's, that's the excuse excuse you always say but this is that's the this reason is why different. i don't know some of that stuff but go ahead okay what was the mascot that would typically say only you can prevent forest fires uh smoky i think no, smoky what uh, i guess smoky the bear okay what is the thing it's kind of become famous in these last few years it's like a pressure cooker thing that cooks food really fast Set it and forget it. You know, it's like a, oh, it's like a, feel like, like a pot a that you put stuff in. Crock pot. No, it's kind of like that, but it's like a name Dutch brand. Oven. It's like, no, it's a like similar to this, but it's a Mom's blank bucket. Po- no, blank pot. I don't know. Quick pot. I don't know. Never heard of it, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, dude. I <laughs> this is not. This is going south quick. Okay. I bet for you. But when uh, did what do you know about the Lindbergh baby? Whatever happened to that kid? The baby got kidnapped or something, right? Yep. You're what asking me that? if if the baby ever got returned or just never came back? Yep. What happened to him? They paid the ransom, got the baby back. Okay. What is the famous vampire movie with Tom Cruise? Yeah. And Brad Pitt called. Also a famous Anne Rice. Yeah. Novel interview. Oh man, I, I don't have it on the uh, on the VHS up here. Just quit looking. Just say it. <clears throat> interview with interview with a vampire or something. Say, say that slower. Interview with a vampire. Okay. In the JFK assassination, uh, mm-hmm. how many people were in the car? Boy, man. I mean, God. I, I, you know that anxiety that you got, like whenever you showed up to school, mm-hmm. and they just said, oh, "Not even pop quiz." Everybody else knows about the damn quiz, mm-hmm. but you're the only one that didn't. That's exactly what I feel right now. Well. Just in case, I'm going to check my pulse here. Um, I think, let's see, there was a driver. That's one. Okay. Uh, Jackie O was in Mm -hmm. there. That's two. Kennedy was certainly there. That's three. Mm -hmm. I want to say there was another guy sitting up front. We'll just say four. Okay. I'll just go with four. Okay. What was the most famous episode that you would remember from the show, Lassie? I remember the show... Mm-hmm. Didn't really watch it though. I mean, if you had to think, like, the, Come, you, know, you know, like the thing I remember the most about that show is there's the kid, there's the dog Lassie. Lassie would like, "What's wrong, boy?" And Lassie would like take him to go like rescue somebody on the train tracks or something. Okay. Or somebody's but, like hanging off a cliff. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. I apologize for just not knowing any of these anyway. <laughs> Okay, uh, the famous shoes in the 90s, Skechers, also probably still popular for people that don't have any style. How do you spell Skechers? S-K-E-T-C-H-E-R. S. Uh, Another spelling one, how do you spell Fruit Loops? Mm, Just like it's like Fruit Loops, one word, or I don't know how many words. What do you know about, uh, visually, uh, explain to me... Uh, some of the characteristics of the Monopoly man. I mean, I would just say he's he's got like a tux on. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think like a little mustache, mm-hmm. white white hair kind of mm-hmm. mustache and beard, maybe beard. I don't really know. Um, maybe he's got a top hat on. Okay, that's all you remember. Yeah. All right. What? Okay. Uh, pertaining to another spelling, Kit Kat. How would you spell Kit Kat? Yeah. Uh, K I T. Mm-hmm. K A T. Okay. Dash or no dash? God, no idea. I would say I would say just one word, no dash. Okay. I can tell that I'm just like getting them all. Even the ones that I think I know, I've gotten them all wrong (laughs) that are just going to help prove your point. Just because of the way you say. Okay. uh, Another food spelling. How do you spell Oscar Meyer? Oscar, like O S C A R, Mm -hmm. and then Meyer is M E Y E R. Okay. Uh, How do you spell Febreze? You know the jeez, yeah, the odor eliminator. And maybe a dash and then breeze. Okay. Uh, what was the famous show with the horse-faced actress? Um, oh, oh, my God. Not in the city. Uh, sex. Um, first off, hold on, man. Let's back it up. <sighs> Not Connor horse-faced. I cannot stand her. Yeah, but let's talk about where she was hot, and that is Flight of the Navigator. I haven't seen it in a while. Well, that's not my fault. Um, okay, so, yeah, sex, it's, oh, man, now this one, I don't really know. It's either sex in the city or sex and the city. Okay, what do you I'm going to go with and. Okay. If you remember Curious George, did mm. he have a tail or no tail? Curious George. Um, yeah, me too, actually. If I remember right, no tail. Okay. I think he, but I don't know if that's because he's wearing pants. I don't know. Like, it's banned in my house. I don't like it. He's just okay. a mischievous little son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Looney Tunes. How do you spell tunes? I want to say it's T... I mean, T-O-O-N-E-S. In E-S, huh? Extra E in there. Tune is... <laughs> no, like tunes. Yeah, maybe like you're right. <laughs> Maybe that's like an Indonesian situation. (laughs) Moving right along. Uh, Pikachu from the Japanese animated. Please don't ask me to spell that, dude. I have Classic. Pika, Pika. See? Did he have a. What did his tail look like? Like a lightning bolt. Any other characteristics? Not that I know of. So it it was a yellow tail? Yeah. And then. Well, there Was might have been like black, okay. um, but I think it's just yellow. Okay. Uh, what is Tony the Tiger, the famous mascot for Frosted Flakes? What is, what color is his nose? Good God. Like, I'm ever going to know a, uh, blue. Because I don't know, dude. Okay. That's just a snapshot in my mind. I don't remember. I mean. Uh, what's the famous line that Morpheus says in the movie The Matrix? When he's asking Neo if he wants to take the red pill or the blue pill. Is that what you're talking about? Because there's a uh, lot of famous lines around. Possibly, but how does he phrase it? I mean, just give me a hint. No, 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 no. Like those are the that's the meter. Uh, you're you're joking, right? Like I'm supposed to starts with what? Yeah, no, Spell just, what? Just no, well, no, no. Like give me like like just like, give me which wh- one. Just go with <clears throat> this one or that one. Let me just. Okay, either what if I told you, or what if I told you and. 
That is not the real choice. That's not the real choice. Anyway, do you remember him saying, what if I told you? No. God. Okay. That's a weird one. Uh, what is the famous line from the Co- Kevin Cosner classic, Field of Dreams? Oh, uh, if, you, if you build it, they will come. Okay. Um, how do you spell whiteout? Um, I know this one is weird because I feel like I remember this. The, the way that you, they spell white is different, like without an H or something. So like W-I-T-E out. I don't know if it's one word mm-hmm. or if there's a dash in there, but I know that I, I do remember there's like a weird spelling there. Okay. The thinker statue. Mm-hmm. What does he look like? He's just like a dude with his hand in his, like he's just leaning down on his fist kind of. Where's his fist at though? Like kind of on his, I guess like under his chin? Uh, let's go to some uh, physical things. Uh, where is your heart located? Kind of like uh, just, it, it's in your chest cavity, but um, just off of center. Okay. Where are your Jesus, kidneys? dude, if you tell me that like all of a sudden, they're like, hey, good news, bro. It's in the back of your knee. <laughs> where are your kidneys? Kind of like lower, you know, if you kidney punch somebody, it's kind of like you would feel it the most. I guess if you punched them kind of like to the sides of your, like in the back. Mm-hmm. That's what? not to say that they're like located completely in the back there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be like central, but you know. Are your, like with our eye sockets, Go are they ahead. hollow or filled in? I mean, the eyes are inside them. <clears throat> I think there may be some, huh? Clearly. I mean, yeah, like, so on a, I mean, like a skeleton or a skull. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's like some skeletal material that uh, sort of encapsulates uh, the eyeball. Okay. Okay, in the classic Disney movies, uh, some of the home movies, some of the, the shows, the Sunday night shows, some of the earlier Disney Channel shows, what would happen on the intro of every, at the beginning of every you know episode or, or movie yeah, or whatever? Yeah, so... I only know this from movies because I didn't have the Disney Disney Channel whenever I was growing up. Um, mm-hmm. But do you remember when they would do those like Sunday night? Yep, that's what I'm things. talking about. Uh, kind of the same thing that they do with the the movies now, where you see the magical kingdom, I guess the castle, and then Tinkerbell go right over the top. Okay, so what what did Tinkerbell do? And especially the old ones. Yeah, just like fly over the top, right, of the building. So that's it. Like she didn't do anything. She didn't remember. have a wand or do anything with a wand. Maybe, maybe, maybe it starts with her like, like real close to in frame or whatever, and then flies away from you, and then I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a wand. Okay, that one's. You got that one wrong. Um. <laughs> Apparently, I'm from the other. Well, dimension. No, you're not. Okay, Baron's. I mean, this is. This oh, yeah. is, if if people know that. about this, yeah. So, but, but I want you to be I, honest. I've heard it How, so many. Yeah, I know, but I've heard it so many times. I don't remember which one's the one now. Is it, I thought it was Berens, Berenstain Bears. Okay. Well, h- how do you spell it though? More importantly, is it Berens, Berenstain or Berenstein? I can't remember. Uh, I can't. Bears. I Berenstain. Mean, I would think. Okay. Well, how do you put, how do you spell that? It's somebody's last name or something, so it's kind of weird. But Baron and then S T A I N. I don't know, dude. E. Something weird. Okay. Is Mona Lisa slightly like smirking or no? Boy, that's a 
That's like a, she, does, she, is, does she have like a hint of a smile or is she just completely dead-faced? I feel like you really have to kind of, if there is any kind of a smirk or something, it's so slight that you really have to just like be staring at it for hours and be like, oh yeah, there's, maybe she does have a smile. But other than that, it's just like relatively mm-hmm. bland with a little bit of a trickery. That I remember in art history learning a little bit about this, but I, at the same time, I don't. I don't remember. Okay. In Fruit of the Loom, uh, the the type of undergarments that you wear, yeah, grapes. Um, uh, what is the the icon or the logo? Yeah, I thought it was like a like a a bunch like fruit, you know, like grapes. You know, maybe like a strawberry in there. Is that it? Just just fruit? Yeah, I think so. So no cornucopia? Man, it's weird that you said that. Like, I feel like there's potentially a cornucopia. Okay. Uh, what's the famous line in the movie Jaws? 25, go into the water. No. Okay. It's whenever he he reaches down and he has the, the look of like, huh, and his eyes widen, and he comes oh, back in man. and he says... Oh, we're going to need a bigger boat. Okay. How do you spell Flintstones? The classic movie. Movie or TV show cartoon? I mean, well, movie and show, sorry. I would say F-L-I-N-T mm-hmm. and then S-T-O-N-E-S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the famous line from, and again, I know some of these are more, yeah, but, but, more yeah. uh, obvious since you and I have talked about this, but what is the famous line from Forrest Gump? Life, life is like a box of chocolates. Okay. Okay. What's the famous line that the witch says while... Looking into the mirror on Snow White. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Okay. What is the famous line from Star Wars that Darth Vader yeah, says okay. to Luke? Yeah. Empire Strikes, Empire Strikes Back. back. Um, yeah. He told me you killed him. And then he says, no, I am your father or something like that. Okay. Uh, what does Gandalf say? Thou uh, shall not pass. No, not that one. But the other famous one where he's like falling. Run, and he says, fools. Okay. What is the classic line said Which, at the Hold on just a second. Can we just talk about that scene for a second? Yeah, it's weird. Man, dude, it's intense, bro. Yeah. Especially if if you're just viewing it for the first time. You don't know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to spoil anything. Yeah. Man, that's tough. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, how many states are in the United States? 50. But you've got um, some territories and stuff okay. that just... It gets it starts getting a little wonky, and frankly, I don't. Mm-hmm. They can't vote, and then there's not, but they're still included. Good yeah. enough. What is the famous line at the end of the Queen song? We are the champions uh, of the world. Okay. Uh, what is the beginning line to the most famous of all uh, Mister Rogers songs? The theme song, actually. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, okay. What is the the original Grinch uh, book and and uh, and movie? What is the title of that? The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Okay, C three PO. Give me his characteristics. Yeah, no. It's an unfair question because <clears throat> I know you already know. we've talked about, talk about this. The first time you ever asked me that question, my answer was he's a golden droid. Yep. And then as we... Ah, ah, ah. Uh, okay, okay. We'll get into it. When did, when or if he did, uh, when did Neil Armstrong die? I thought he was still with us. Okay. That's all I need to know. The Tiananmen Square guy facing the tank, the tank man. Never heard of it. Next one. Yeah, I, You have. When he's like standing there, the footage, 
and there's like a tank coming and he stands in front of it so to stop the tank what whatever happened to that guy like what ha- what did the tank do shot him out of the universe they i have no idea i don't i really don't know that did he survive or did he get ran over you know what i'm talking about the no. f- super famous imagery it's like on the cover of like life and times and stuff no time magazine no. the only thing i thought that you were talking about at first was the monk who lit himself on fire famously from the they used it for the Raging Against Machine cover. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Sorry. Okay, what was the movie that, well, I don't know how to ask this, because this is one we've talked about, too. Do you remember a movie where Sinbad played a genie in the 80s I, or 90s? I remember the way that I answered it the first time when you asked me that, and I said, yes. Okay, same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't remember f- what it was, like, allegedly called. I don't remember that. I just feel like... It was called Shazam. Okay, I thought that was Shaq. Well, no, Shaq was in Kazam. Aha. The famous preacher to the masses, Billy Graham, uh-huh. uh, has he died? or And if he, if so, when did he die? I don't know when, but I feel like, yes, he has. Do you, give me a roundabout. Mm, like? Like 80s, 90s, 2000s? Two, mid-2000s. Or like the two, like 2010s-ish. 2012. Okay, okay 2012. Okay. What was the famous line that Desi Arnaz would say in uh, I Love Lucy? Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> Not that one, but Lucy, you have some... Explaining to do. Okay. Corella, Corella DeVille. How yeah. would you spell that name? Uh, <laughs> Not, Not Corella, ju- just DeVille. Is it, would you say it's spelled just like... D, lowercase e. Yep. V-I-L. Capital V I L. So just like devil. Like, oh yeah. Sure. Uh risky business. What is the classic iconic scene where he comes down the stairs? What is he wearing when he's dancing and singing? I wanna say he's got nothing on but an Oxford and some underoos. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Mm. Glasses. Wayfarers or no wayfarers? Man, and what color know. shirt? I feel like it's in like a like a blue. Oxford. Okay. It could be white. I don't remember if there's Wayfarers. I want to say no. Okay. Uh, Sally Fields had a famous acceptance speech. You love me. You really love me. Okay. The the villain in Gremlins, the main bad guy, what's his name? Stripe. Okay. That sucks if I got it wrong because I just watched that movie. I was about to say, this one you should be getting right. Ed McMahon, what is he known for? What do you know him from? I know this one too. The first time you asked me this question i said publisher's clearing house yep just like every single member of my family that i've asked yeah okay folks if you're wondering what we've been doing and and why i've been rambling on for the last 20 minutes after these messages we'll be right back it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You have one new message. Hey, this is Aaron from California. 
And when I'm not busy spending way too much money on VHS horror movies, I'm listening to my new favorite podcast. That would be rad. America's future can be determined by our dreams and our visions. It was very broad For over 200 years, there have been reports of giant man-like creatures. From another dimension, another world, I don't know. The most intriguing mystery on the North American continent. You're listening to That Would Be Rad. We are actually, this was a little quiz uh, over a phenomenon called the Mandela Effect. Back in 2008, I believe, uh, a woman by the name of Fiona Broom was at a convention here in our own state called DragonCon. And I guess the topic came up where she was talking to a security guard or something. And and both of them were talking about Nelson Mandela, which I didn't even ask you this. When did uh, did Nelson Mandela pass away? I feel like not too long ago. Like a couple years, within a couple years, something like that. Okay, okay. Well, so... Th- those two people had said they remember him dying in prison back in the 80s. And several, they were kind of in a green room, I think, backstage. Because she she was writing, she had written a book about uh, like past life or, or something. I, can't, I really can't remember. But so, and she was the one who coined the term Mandela effect. And so all these people in this room, you know, I mean, it, it was a big green room uh, full of all the speakers, you know, and these are, pretty smart people. I mean, some of the, some paranormal, some stuff on like physics or sort of fringy topics, but you know, uh, pretty, pretty intellectual folks. And she realized that half the room specifically remembered him dying in the eighties in, and and they all remembered him dying in the eighties in prison. The other half of the room was like, no, 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 he, he died in 2013. And from that then on, it created this phenomenon called the Mandela effect, where basically, in a in a way, a short sort of succinct way of of explaining it is somehow things are changing that we that we think that, that we we think we just know without a doubt. Oh well, it's this, and this is this, and this is this, and and that's it. And you know, the skeptics out there are gonna you know talk about mass hallucinations and all that. Which I think that's an even more insane possibility than than the idea that uh, you know maybe we maybe our timelines merge together with another timeline. Maybe it has something to do with like the multiverse and and like a little skip in dimensions or where you know slight little trivial pop culture things have changed. Um, but honestly, Woody, you literally. Got about five right out of sixty-five yeah. things. That's nuts, man. Well, first off, I never knew, and this shows again just how interested in it I was. I never knew that that's why they call it the Mandela effect. Yep, that's it. And here's the other interesting thing. The interesting thing is there was a book that came out in 1990 called uh, "Alive." 1990, uh, Western Cape Branch of the South African Council for English Education, which is not a book. Most people would have read uh, this book came out in South Africa by South Africans, you know, and it was kind of a book of like essays, basically. So I would say maybe one percent of the population had read that, you know, unless you were really into reading that kind of stuff. Not a lot of people would read that. And in that actually in the book, it, it goes in depth of him dying in prison 
Oh, wait, actually, I take that back. This book came out in 95, I mm-hmm. think. And it talks about him dying in prison on July 23rd, 1991. Weird. And so he was still alive when this book. No, 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 no. He, no, I, I, I messed that up originally when I said alive. Uh, I think it was, it was written around the time that he would have died, but then it wasn't published until like 95, mm. I think. But basically, all that to say, in this book that was written by South Africans are literally saying the same thing that all these people all around the world realized. And then, you know, then it kind of caught fire on the internet. And I think the biggest one for me was like the Berenstein, the Berenstein Bears. And it sent me on a, into a frenzy of like looking at all this stuff. And because... So Berenstain Bears is even though I used to say Berenstain, Berenstein, I used to, mm-hmm. I never really Berenstein knew what Berenstein or something, right? Y- well, and that's the thing; it's always been spelled B E A R E N S T I N. And the reason that I remember that is because there's a famous artist called Rob Liefeld, and I used to say uh, Steen. Like once he came around, he was such a, a big uh, inspiration to me that that from then on because the spelling was was similar his name to their name now anytime you look it's spelled little literally barren and then stain like a stain in the carpet s-t-a-i-n yeah that's weird which is just crazy let's go down some of these so looney tunes is actually mm-hmm. spelled looney t-u-n-e-s like music mm-hmm. which mm. that seems wrong yeah uh curious george did not have a tail you got that right I thought he did have a tail. Uh, sex and the city. It's not sex in the city. It's sex mm-hmm. and the city, uh, which is weird. And, oh, and here's another thing, too, about this topic. So there's some things called that they call residue where we'll, we'll get into, like, you know, possible reasons for the Mandela effect a little later. And actually, this may even go into a second episode. We'll, we'll have to see. How far we get because it's such a great topic and there's so much material but basically whatever is changing it however these things are changing they're changing but people have residue you know they're finding residual sort of artifacts that maybe weren't changed or that were forgotten to be changed or or whatever and they're still finding them so sex in the city there was a perfume that says sex in the city that was put out in France. Now, granted, you can say, well, maybe the English or, you know, English to yeah. French, whatever. Uh, Febreze is not. It's spelled Fabreze. So, like, Feb, R-E-Z-E, which if you see the logo, it looks so wrong. Wait, Feb, R-E-Z-E. Yeah. There's no, like, breeze, like two E's. It's just one E. Man. Yeah. Same with Oscar, Oscar Mayer. Now it's Mayer, M-A-Y-E-R. Which is just like John Mayer, which yeah, I kind of feel like since John Mayer was so huge, you would have heard like some sort of yeah. connection since they're spelled exactly the same. But nope, uh, Skechers has no T in it anymore. It's just S K E C H E R S, which that one looks really. The logo itself looks really bizarre too. Um, Fruit Loops is spelled R. I mean F R O O T, so like fruit, like grouped. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, do you remember a famous painting of King Henry the Eighth? I think we've talked about this too. And if so, what was he holding? Uh, 
No, man. Okay, well, the thing is, and I totally remember this too, there was a, a famous portrait of King Henry, and he's like a you know big guy. He's got red hair, and I think it's kind of receding, and he's got like a reddish beard and hat, uh, and he was holding like a turkey leg. And I remember it, and you know, hundreds, thousands of other people totally remember this, but he's not holding anything now in the same painting, which is weird. You got this one right, but the Monopoly man never had a monocle, uh, which I can't. I was kind of torn on this one. I feel like, I feel like people could be, like, confusing this with like the peanut guy. The peanut guy, yeah. So you know, uh, Pikachu. I one hundred percent remember the end of his tail being black. And the only reason I'll, I'll qualify my answer with, not even two years ago. Well, whenever the new movie came out, you know, um, mm-hmm. my son was kind of into it, and I think we bought like. It wasn't. It might have been Legos, but like a Pikachu Lego thing that you could mm-hmm. make. And I do. I remember his tail being. It's just like yellow. It's just a yellow piece. That just seems wrong, though, to me. Yeah, I don't know. I, Even I just didn't from watch like a, it whenever it came out. You know, I kind of did. I, Does he have like black stri- stripe? He's got like a black stripe or something on his body, though, right? Yeah, black stripes everywhere else. He's got like I think his hands are. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not. I can tell like you. ears, maybe or something. It it just it makes sense graphically why he would have like you know consistency wise yeah. kind of thing. Now, uh, can, can they find any previous designs of him having like a black thing, or is it just like it just you know? Uh, no, like it, uh, and that's the thing with all these things. So all of these these things that we're talking about here, um, you know, a lot of you are naturally going to go to oh well, well brands change, they change spellings, they change logos that you know, and I'm. I'm a designer who has a background in like branding and stuff. So that that was my first thing. But no, n- these are basically as if it had it has always been that way. Basically reality has made it so it's it's been that way all along. It's not a branding issue. It's not like a yeah, like a rebrand or anything like that. And I remember when you first started telling me about this, I would like whenever I whenever you go into like a thrift store or something, you can always find the old like Berenstain Bear books or whatever. And you and I would like Yeah, go, well, I mean, would I would like dig everywhere. through and just be like, oh man, what if we could find like yeah. one that was spelled in the other way? <clears throat> well, um, now now that one does have residue. There's actually several things that I've seen online. There's one where there was the front of a cassette or the front of a VHS and a cassette too, uh, where the VHS obviously has like the little paper sticker in the middle and it's spelled as we remember it you know, S-T-E-I-N. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a cassette that, that was a white cassette and it's uh, it's printed on there so it's not like a sticker. You can just peel off. Same thing. Same logo, you know, typeface, font, and it's spelled correctly. But then, oh, but then that was the other thing that's weird is like in the actual VHS, the the box, you know, the slip case, you know, little cardboard that go, the tape goes in for all yeah. you millennials out there on the actual front of the box it's spelled correctly and so being a designer i I think people that aren't familiar with this thing could be like oh well they just spelled it wrong okay as far as branding goes and design basically somebody would go in and they would create it's not like you just go in and pick out like you know a random you know font that's going to be on your computer this is an actual logo that somebody had to physically draw or create you know and so on every single piece of merchandise 
you know, they would have what's called a brand guide where they had to use these particular files on everything. So it wasn't a matter of just going in and like, oh, they just misspelled it. No, no, no. That, this is like an actual file that they would literally pull in and, uh, you know, they would slap on everything. Mm-hmm. Whether you see a book, a tape, a cassette, everything's going to have that same either PNG or JPEG or, you know, whatever digital file it is. Yeah. That's how they do it. So that was really weird. The C-3PO one really threw me for a loop mm-hmm. when I first heard oh, it. Oh, yeah, me too. And I just, I, I'm still just like in awe of that one because, you know, I used to, and the thing that's crazy is even like the toys are different now. The toys have literally, yeah. literally have a silver, and I'm talking like, Again, we're not talking about like some kind of like remake or mm-hmm. or like, you know, reissue or anything like that. We're talking about like the actual toy that I rem- remember my babysitter having in the early 80s and it mm-hmm. was completely gold. There was no silver leg, nothing. Mm-hmm. And even the several of the people that made the film, you know, in their old age, you know, they've they've been asking and said, "No, he he's always he's just gold." What, what do you mean? Like, it was just such a bizarre sort of question, you know, that, that, uh, and, and which was the same response that I had. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, that, that one kind of blew me away. Yeah. That one was the one, like one of the ones that blew me away. I have multiple copies of Star Wars, um, mm-hmm. on VHS and DVD and Blu ray and all this kind of stuff. And I went back because I thought, okay, maybe it was some sort of like post 90s. Um, right. Me when, too. When when uh, George Lucas like went back and like did a whole re-edit and all that kind of stuff, and I thought, oh god, oh, those are the gosh. worst. Oh, absolutely. Um, and so I went back, and I mean, I've got the original VHS release of Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, and I played it in there, and it's, it's silver, man. Silver. It's weird. Yeah. It's super super weird. That is one thing that's odd, though. There is some residue with that. A guy, I found it on like a forum forever ago but there was a guy who basically was kind of like losing his mind over this like this is a guy who had who had it on laserdisc who had it on every issue you know every sort of release on dvd every cassette or every uh vhs like every possible you know release he had it he was he's like a star wars just i mean i feel like you and i are fanatics but like this is like one of those dudes yeah it's like next level yeah uh, this is the guy who's going to have like th- the French laser disc, the mm-hmm. you know the Brazilian version, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he was able to, I can't, and I can't remember which if it was like a specific one, but he was able to like pause, pause like the pause it somewhere where, and basically where you see him, you see him in, where there's like dust kind of like kicking up around him. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember where exactly it would be, but but it, he, he's in the desert and like the sand's kicking up and there's you know it's kind of like a cloud of dust or whatever, and it's like he like slowed it down. I think you could probably still find it on YouTube. Well, I don't know, maybe, but um, you can see where it, it's he's literally all gold, and then all of a sudden it's like it looks like it just like clicks back into like, like silver in, a, in like a like. In just like a single frame or something kind of thing, like beep, yeah, beep. yeah, which is which is really weird, and it's not like a, a light situation. It's it's not like oh well, he was sort of in a shaded area, 
uh, and it was creating like a shadow, so it looked gold. I yeah. mean, no, he, this is like in the middle of the desert. And, and it's one of those things, too, that like you think, because <clears throat> here's, here's like my thing with it. Like I've, I've, when you first told me about it, I kind of like, <clears throat> you know, went online and stuff and looked up stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I definitely don't, I don't lean towards the it just being a mass hallucination because if the if that could truly exist, kind of like you said earlier, then that's even more fascinating. The fact that yeah, you know, uh, more than one person can have the same hallucination kind of sounds like a crazy Saturday night party. But you know, like to me, the, I, I one article that I read was kind of talking about like the psychological effects that we have on like or that you know certain things in pop culture um Mm -hmm. where let's say like okay one that comes to mind is like lines in movies or titles and stuff how like over time different people either how it was reported or someone said it on like a newscast or a mtv movie review or something and that kind of thing and it's kind of like uh okay but this Mm -hmm. one the c3 c3po thing it's kind of like initially i'm like well maybe it's just something that like I totally wouldn't have noticed because you know I would have just assumed that he's gold. You go back and watch it, and it's like it just looks. You weird. can't miss it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like obvious. a situation where you just cannot ignore the fact that he's got yeah. a silver appendage. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre, man. Because I feel like, like you said, huge Star Wars fan. I've watched yeah. him. I'm not even joking. I mean, I'll say the one that I've watched the most because it's my favorite probably is Empire, mm-hmm. but. I've still watched them all. I mean, I've literally, at the very least, watched them every single year that I've been able to watch movies mm-hmm. since I was a kid. It was like my family's tradition at Thanksgiving. We would watch Star Wars yeah. every single year. And then nowadays with Disney Plus, dude, I'm not joking. Sometimes I'm like, I don't really know what to watch. Boop, Star Wars, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, that one kind of like shook me a little bit like, whoa, weird. You know, like how would I have missed that growing up? Well, and it's the same as as James Earl Jones. I mean, he's been, I think there's two, at least two, if not three interviews where um, he was being interviewed, you know, I think one was back in the day, one was more, you know, I say recent, but probably still 20 years ago. And he's talking about whenever he read the script and read the line, and every single time he says... Luke, I am your father. And yeah. and he doesn't say no, I am your father. Yeah. Like it's to me that's super bizarre sounding mm-hmm. too. Well, and even speaking of pop culture, that line, even in like Tommy Boy, right? Oh, like, d- there's that scene so where Tommy Boy's got the, the, the fan and he's like yep. in the little like mechanical arm when he goes back to his dad's um business and he's like, Luke, mm-hmm. Luke, you know? And so anytime it's referenced in pop culture, it's referenced like that as well. Yeah. Now I will yeah. say, asking this, asking an old actor about a line in a movie. Yeah, you know, I, I, but like I can't even remember. We're only twenty six, twenty whatever episodes in. I can't even remember what we, if we've talked about a certain topic or not. Yeah, but dude, <laughs> literally James Earl Jones. That's like yeah, the, the most, most famous line. Probably the most famous line in in films ever. Yeah, but because I mean, we you know we we're, we're a little too young for it, but. I mean, when that came out, when they found that was such a, a flip and like a change up of like finding out, you yeah, know, it was a huge twist, dude. A huge twist. And so, Which, real quick, just to da- just to just to kind of branch off for just a second, because I just feel passionate about this. 
if you if if these are this is a message uh, or a disclaimer for all either new parents or parents who have not shown their kids Star Wars yet, do not show them. Oh yeah, uh, in like numerical order, the Star Wars movies. In other words, just because the first episode one, Fan- the Phantom Menace, just mm-hmm. because it has like sillier characters, and you think, well, this will be a good way for me to get my kids into it because it's got Jar Jar Binks, they'll laugh, they'll end up liking Star Wars. No. Show them like you witnessed Star Wars, so that you can have, so that they can experience the shock mm-hmm. of finding out who Luke Skywalker's father really is. And if I spoiled it for you, if you've never seen Star Wars, I'm sorry, but I mean it's been around for a long time. I apologize, but you got to see because that reaction, even when, like with my kids, mm-hmm. was just like, wait, what? And, yeah, and same I mean, it's just the best because i mean you know same with me the first time it was kind of like oh my gosh you know mm-hmm. whoa and they're not going to have that same uh experience if you go and you kind of just like watch the prequels and kind yeah. of get an understanding of who anakin skywalker was it just doesn't have the same effect well if you ask i mean if you're asking me i just think you can prequels. totally skip the prequels yeah, yeah. i I I mean I thought they were great when they came out because oh yeah because we're Star Wars fans like we're Star Wars fans you know but Jesus uh, yeah. Lord it is just it is it's the tough, worst man. it I looks hate bad sand. I don't like sand it's coarse and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere it's coarse I'm gonna put that <laughs> that's the worst dude but yeah you you know Luke I'm your father I mean that is like. Mm-hmm. At least in the top five, uh, you know, most famous things of all time. So, so let me ask you this, man. Because still, if I'm being honest, it just kind of, get to out. me, no, <laughs> you're done. The podcast is over. I quit. Um, to That's me, it. it still seems kind of like, you know, a sort of just, I don't know, misremembering certain things. But I mean, like, what, in other words... What is the? Because I don't know this part. What is the explanation of what the crap is going on here? Is it like a rift in time? It's or like in the dimensions. In other words, like maybe at some point in our collective history, there's been a moment that kind of we all sort of shifted to that uh, other sort of dimension, mm-hmm. um, and now we're you know kind of here and so we're experiencing all that stuff. I mean, what what whatever they saying is the deal. Well, I think, I mean, there's several different theories, and I was going to go into this kind of in the end, but we'll do it now. But, like, basically, okay, for example, like, one of the theories is, you know, if you believe in the multiverse or if you believe in the idea that there are multiple realities or multiple dimensions, an easy way of looking at it is, you know, say I'm standing here and then say there's another me in another reality to my right. And then there's another me in another reality to my left. And say, we go throughout our day and everything's exactly the same. Obviously, we can't see each other, which this could trail off into like what I believe ghosts are and all that stuff too. But, but you know, if you're, if you're looking at like multiple dimensions as there's a me to my right, there's a me to my left. The me to my left, say he, instead of uh, not saying hi to his wife that morning, um you know, that starts an argument, that argument snowballs, and then two years later, they end up getting a divorce. But it was caused by that one 
linchpin butterfly effect move. And the one, me, in the middle, I didn't do that. I said, good morning, Courtney, and then everything was great. And so it's like these, these um, you know, it, it's like the, the multiverse theory. It's like the, there's an infinite amount of us making infinite amount of different decisions. And so the idea is, is like we're all on this reality and then somehow whether, and this is where it could get kind of crazy, but somehow whether natural or whether created. Um, because of the tunnel and freaking. Yeah, and, I, and I'll get into CERN here in a minute. But, uh, you know, it, it's like somehow we just merged and we merged into another reality where not a ton of stuff has changed, but there's little things here and there that have that have like little trivial sort of zeitgeist pop culture things that have changed. I mean, I mean, dude, I think for me the biggest one when I first heard the Ed McMahon one, this thing it it like legitimately blew my mind because I used to stay at my grandmother's all the time, and she she would do Publishers Clearinghouse. I mean, every single few days it would come in. And I mean, what a ripoff now that you look back and think about it. But, I mean, it's kind of like playing the lottery, I guess. But, I mean, I specifically remember commercials where Ed McMahon would come with the prize patrol and he would bring, like, the big checks and, like, the commercials with the balloons and stuff. Ed McMahon has never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. And that, that blew my mind. Like legitimately yeah. blew my mind. Even down to and and there are some residual stuff on that where um he was a sort of a side character on um what was it? Uh on the Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. And he would kind of come come on and off. You know, he was sort of a revisiting uh character. Like a recurring, recurring. Like a recurring the word you're looking for is recurring. Recurring, but he, I mean he wasn't really like a co host. He was sort of a Oh, yeah. Revisiting. I know what that... <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, when he had been there for so long, um, as a joke, I guess it would have been Letterman or Carson. This is where Carson. I'm, I want to say Probably Carson. Carson, yeah. yeah. You know, I think it may have been his last episode or something like that. They literally brought out a check that said Publishers Clearinghouse as like a joke to give him the check as his last thing. Hmm. Then also he kind of got a little low on his luck later on in life and did like this sort of mock parody like rap song and which is terrible. Oh, and he's gosh. talking about uh, the publisher's clearinghouse. And it's Weird. like, yeah, the, and the song is talking about him going back to those houses all those years and taking back that ch- those checks, <laughs> which is pretty funny, but... But the idea that I mean, and I, I, I've, I've called almost every member of my family that's older that would remember that, you know, because you know a lot of like younger kids would have no idea what I'm even talking yeah, about. But um, nobody, they don't know who Ed McMahon is. Yeah, they don't even know who he is. Um, and so, but I mean, if you just said Ed McMahon, I mean, truthfully, like again, this is kind of calling myself out here. I know Johnny Carson's like everyone loves him and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He always kind of weirded me out, man. And I never really like his his humor. I just maybe it was just like for the time. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just never. In other words, I was young enough to where I just didn't. Wa- we didn't watch Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. But maybe every now and then, you know, if I was at my grandparents' house or something, they loved him. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I know Ed McMahon because of this. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, there was here. like another show, was Star Search or something. 
Yeah, he did, well, and that was yeah, that was later. And I think I think I even remember seeing the publisher's clearinghouse commercials during Star Search. Yeah, like it was one of those sort of you know tie tie in kind of branding things. But but th- I mean, this thing seriously blew my mind. I mean, you, I'm telling you, if if someone has never heard of uh, the Mandela effect, and you ask anybody over the age of fifty, just go up to a random stranger and say, hey. Uh, what do you know about Ed McMahon? What did Ed McMahon, what is he known for? Every single one of those people is going to say, they may say Star Search, but they are definitely going to say Publisher's Clearinghouse. Yeah. And so that blew my mind. Another one that was kind of crazy. So you kind of got this one wrong, but I think this was probably because of you being in Indonesia. But uh, the most famous one that I know, the you know, when I brought up the Lassie thing, is yeah. uh, and I know I got off of. I, I just realized that I totally veered away from like the reason behind all the stuff, and I'll get back to that. But like with Lassie, the most famous thing is like, do what? Timmy's in a well, and so he had fallen. Like a kid had fallen in a well, and that was like the big thing. Uh, okay, there was never that episode, even though there's been movies and movies where there was even a, a Geico commercial a while back where it was like, what? Timmy's in a well. And, like, th- this is something that has never happened. There has never been an episode of Lassie where somebody falls in a well. Man. Which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, is, is the Sally Fields thing. They love me. They really love me. It's never been that. That never happened? That never happened. The only thing she says is she says, I can't deny that you like me. Right now, you like me. What? <laughs> Not okay, even this one is definitely also a mind blowing one for me. Yeah, because me too. Th- think about it in the mask. Yep. Of course, I, I better like review that one as well. But like, there's that scene where he ha- he's pretending like he's doing an Oscar acceptance. <laughs> yep. Thank you. You love me. You really love me. <laughs> Yeah, and it's we've seen that all throughout like pop culture and and all that. But no, she she never said that. Same with the girl. You may not get this one. Ah, uh, you may. Do you remember in James Bond the character Jaws? Kind of, yeah. There was one where he kind of kind of like flirts with this other young girl and she kind of flirts back with him because she has braces. Well, anyway, basically you go back now and and so that was like the whole sort of crux of the you know, the slightly comedic element of that little scene is like, you know, you have Jaws, who's this guy who has like these like metal teeth. And then this girl kind of finds like a similarity in him because she has, you know, braces. Well, now if you go back, she smiles and has no braces. And it, which makes no sense at all. Yeah. Like the whole scene doesn't make sense now. You know, that's weird. Same thing with, uh, with I Love Lucy. Lucy, you have some splaining to do. Yeah. Has never happened. Never happened. He's never huh. said splaining to anything. <laughs> and that's another one. We're, we we hear that. We've heard that All in movies. Time. Everything. He's yeah. never one time said that. Man. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I mean, I, like, basically, in twenty years, people are gonna say, "Hey, man, you remember that pod? You remember uh, that podcast? That would be rad." Mm-hmm. And then they're going to look at the the uh, the logo, and it's going to be say, it's going to say something like uh, the rad years. Good God! 
no. It'll say something like, the will be radical. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's just how weird and bizarre it is. But I just don't, I don't know, man. It's yeah, tough. I mean, it's crazy, dude. I mean, like the field of dreams. Now it says, if you build it, he will come. You know, and that's, I, here's my thing about that movie. I watched it on an airplane flying back from like Switzerland or mm-hmm. something when I was a kid. And I was just so, because back in the day, again, for the younger audience, although I think most of the people that listen to our podcast are right in our age range and so right. they understand what we're doing and talking about. But just in case, back then, you know, now you go on an airplane and every single person's got a screen. They can choose what movies they want to watch. It's right. awesome for the kids. Mm-hmm. Back then, there was just like a TV One movie that was just like positioned every maybe 10 seats or so yeah or like a big screen in the middle and it was just one movie yep you know and so when you're a kid you get on the airplane you start looking through the uh in-flight magazine you want to find out what movies are playing and oh my god nine times out of ten you'd be like in the hemisphere that was playing like the worst movie and then yeah. you know the other flights would be playing the good one and it, you know filled the dreams was the movie and i was like Oh God, this is going to be so boring. Oh, such a good movie. It is, man. But I just, because of that like experience, mm-hmm. I probably haven't watched it again since, I mean, probably since, man. I hate, I just despised it at the time. Oh, I loved it. But yeah, if you build it, he will come. Sounds super weird. Morpheus, there's been a million memes made. It says, what if I told you that da-da-da-da-da and da-da-da-da-da? He never said that. Never. Yeah. Man, uh, Ned Stark has never said brace yourselves winter is coming he's never said brace yourselves at all hmm. uh, Tinkerbell the thing that I was talking about with Tinkerbell is I specifically remember like you were saying she kind of comes out of the foreground like she's uh, you know moving moving further out moving away from the camera and she would fly around the word Disney and then her wand she would hit the little dot and I and it would go bling and then she would fly off. She's never done that. Weird. Like she doesn't have a wand or she just doesn't fly in that direction? She's never done that. But even if you go and find those now, like I just, this is one that I looked up this morning and it just doesn't look right. It looks really, really bizarre. Weird, man. Yeah. The heart is dead center now. So put your hand on your heart when you were a kid and you'd put your hand over your left chest. Yeah. Uh, no longer slightly to the left. It's dead center. Uh, your kidneys, which this is an odd one because in the, uh, what is it? It's like BDRM, BDSM or something. Not that BDSM, but uh, there's like a, a guidebook where it says like illegal punches to the kidney. You know, they're illegal because they can basically cause internal bleeding. Yeah. Now your kidneys are up inside of your ribs. So if you get punched in the kidneys, you're not hitting your kidneys like in the old days. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your eyes, basically. Remember all, all? Remember the old like badass like '80s like metal patches and stuff where you would see like a skull and then you see like a snake crawling through one eye hole coming out the other. Could you can't do that now? It's like filled with. Uh, and actually, I'm sure that we have a ton of D and D books that have a snake or something coming through the eyes of a skull. But now they have now now they're filled in. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I I do remember that 
I mean, I'm saying I do. My last recollection of the uh, uh, skull was that it had like, it was like a cavity, but it wasn't like, um, like completely hollow. It didn't, it doesn't lead straight into your brain. You know, there's like, mm -hmm. a, there's a separator in between there. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> I, um, I bet you didn't know that my wife actually has three kidneys. Really? Yep. Hmm. Oh, she's so really. thin then. <laughs> Her endocrine system is just awesome. Yeah, that's weird, yeah, man. That's I'm, awesome. I'm looking at the, um, yeah, they're like located like in the lower, if you can imagine, if you're listening, imagine the very last section of your ribs kind of, and then sort of slightly to the back of that. And you know what's funny? I think part of the reason why, now I'm not trying to explain away uh, the Mandela go. effect, but part of the reason why I think that we feel like they're a little bit lower than they are is because mm -hmm. where they're situated, um, if you got punched like in and around that area, mm -hmm. you know, um, you would kind of feel it. They're, they're lower than I would have thought. I mean, they're higher than I would have thought, but it kind of, you know. Well, this one had a couple of residual stuff too where people have, you know, poured over like these old, 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 Medical you know, volumes and stuff. Medical, yeah, like the hardcore ones. Uh, another residual that's, that's really interesting is a lot of people used to remember a uh, like a country or a landmass to the left of Australia. And now there's nothing there. But what's weird is someone found, somebody was watching uh, Dazed and Confused and they happened to see a globe where the dude's spinning the globe and they paused it. And boom, there's that landmass. Hmm. Yeah, I don't so, remember that. I mean, Indonesia, it's not really a landmass. It's a archipelago of uh, islands, but... Um, no, this was like apparently like a whole other, you know, something that's hmm. not here now. I'm I'm not the greatest at geography, so, yeah. you know, there's that. Uh, Cruella de Vil is now spelled devil, which is weird. JFK, this is, this is one where there is... Uh, there's 15 guys in the car. No, it was a it was a six seat car, and there were six people in the car. And what's weird is if you go to the museum, and I can't remember if it was uh, one of the Smithsonian ones or if it was a Crime and Punishment Museum, but there's one where there's like the exact replica, and I have a picture of it on my phone, and it only has it's a regular, you know, four doors, four seater, four seats. Yeah, the Lindbergh baby was. Uh, this was a huge deal back in the day. You know, what, now... What not, time period is this? This like, would be more like... Like the 50s like or something? Amelia Earhart era. Mm. Like a, like uh, like the aviator. Like uh, Oh, it's like 1932 is when it happened. I just looked it up. Yeah, they found the remains, and then they ended up finding... Tracking down the person who did it. I think they tracked him down. Maybe they didn't. The risky business thing is another one that absolutely blows my mind. Um... I know for a fact, and this is another one that has a ton of residual. You go, you look online, and it's everywhere. Everybody's cosplaying Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. You have underwear, a white shirt, you know, unbuttoned down to your chest, uh, black aviators and socks, and it's everywhere. Yeah, but now he, ha he has no aviators, and he has a pink shirt on. Weird. Which is really bizarre, yeah. Neil Armstrong died in 2012. But nobody remembers it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. Flintstones is actually spelled Flynn Stones. What does that no, mean? It doesn't mean 
anything. Because oh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying it's spelled F-L-I-N and then stones. Yeah. Instead of not, flint. Not like flint, like the actual rock, yeah. which is flint stones. Yeah. That one's a, that one Weird. blows my mind a little too. Yeah. Um, we're going to need a bigger boat is now you're going to need a bigger boat. Uh, fruit of the Loom, there's no cornucopia. It's just fruit sitting there. Yeah, that one uh, I kind of I couldn't remember. Well, I'm going to send you a picture of this one because that one, like, once you see it, you're like, yeah, that's not right. Uh, Cheez-Its is only called Cheez-It, singular. Huh. Double Stuff is just spelled double S-T-U-F. <laughs> nice. uh, Mona Lisa has no smile whatsoever. Chartreuse, instead of like a pink fuchsia magenta color like I've always thought it was is actually green yeah definitely I thought it was like a purple yeah beige, me too something like that yeah same here on Forrest Gump life was like a life is like a box of chocolates is now life was like a box of chocolates Weird, which man. I wonder if there's like okay it, like I wish that we could like I wish folks studying the Mandela effect could like find the rift. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, it sounds to me like, well, that's not, that's not fair. But to me, it's like after a certain time in, in like nineties. Well, well, they do believe that they, I think they believe that, and I may have said this wrong, maybe Fiona Broom discovered it in 2010 or something. And so maybe they think, or 2010 or 2012 and either people believe that, that the rift happened in 2008 or 2010. That's when they think that things started getting like wonky. Certain, yeah. But yeah, life was like a box of chocolates. That doesn't even make sense. And another residue is they have, they actually have that bench in a museum. No, no, no. It's in the lobby of a film studio like um, Warner Brothers or Fox or whoever, whoever did that. And it has a plaque on it that says, Life is like a box of chocolates. Jeez, man. Which is weird, yeah. Gandalf saying, run, you fools, doesn't mm-hmm. say that. He, has, he says, now fly, you fools, which uh, makes zero yeah. sense. Why would he say that? Oh, I don't know. Um, man, I wish I could. My dang, I think my brother, uh, if you're listening, I think you have my <laughs> Lord of the Rings books, sucker. Because I have The Hobbit, and it came in a set of the rest of them, Lord of the Rings. Um, I, I still like The Hobbit the best, though. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. just the easiest to. I read them when I was like a kid, and it yeah. was the easiest yeah, yeah. as well. That was the first one I read too. But man, there's some good stuff in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, a um, couple more. Um, so yeah, fly you fools. Which is, what does that even mean? Um, Hello, Clarice. One of the most famous mm-hmm. things in pop culture. He never says that. Now he literally just says good morning. Not good morning, Clarice. Just <laughs> good morning. There's got to be something else in that movie where he says, Clarice. No, he never says that. I'm going to watch it. Watch right it. Right now. Do it. Did you know that there was like a, a prequel to that called Manhunter that came out several years before? It's got... Um, Manhunter. Who's the guy that... Yeah, and instead of Anthony Hopkins, it was a guy, the guy that plays... Oh. Uh, the guy that plays the... Kind of like the FBI dude is the same guy that plays the dad in the movie Fear with Marky Mark. I don't remember that guy. William Peterson. You would know him from CSI Crime Scene Investigation. <laughs> uh, right. Fear. And if you don't remember that movie, man, Nicole Forever. Um, 
you know, he he's like super famous for like CSI. But uh, let's see. But the guy that plays Hannibal Lecter is Brian Cox. Everybody would know him from playing Stryker in X2. Uh, mm. He also played Agamemnon in Troy. Uh, he played... Yeah, he's great, actually. He's yeah, a, oh, he plays on... Uh, he's the dad in Succession. Yes, exactly. Which you still haven't seen, and it's amazing. I watched the first two episodes, and you're right. It is unbelievable. It's just one of those things, man, that I always... Keep uh, going. I know, man. It's awesome. All it's the awesome. characters are just incredible. But anyway, Manhunter is... Uh, I never knew that it existed i didn't know anything about it but whenever i got uh, one of the big huge sort of boxes of vhs that i got either at a, you know going like yard selling in the spring with my son that's mm-hmm. the best by the way because you know people just like have this big old box and they're like 50 cents each or whatever and i just like walk up and i say how much for the whole box 10 dollars like, well, i mean i was thinking 25 and the trick is you just you don't say a word it makes them nervous as heck. You just dead silent. They're like, "Well, I was thinking twenty five, just nothing." God, I'm so bad at that. And then they're like, uh, "I mean, well, I mean, I would do twenty. And then I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I don't have any change. Here's a twenty dollar bill. Bam, I've got like a thousand VHS for like nothing." Mm-hmm. That's the trick, man. I'm just giving out hmm. gold today. Hmm. Spirit gold. I like it. Yeah, going back, this one blew my mind, and this one leaves residual everywhere because it was on a James Corden. Uh, karaoke car ride deal thing that he does. Queen, we are the champions. At the very end, everybody remembers it of the world. And yes, he does say of the world at the end of the the Wembley performance. But it's he says it completely different. It's not mm. it's not what you hear in your mind. That now doesn't he say it like in the song? Forget about the ending. He says it at some point in the song as well, and that's why. Yeah, I, but it's it's still slightly different though, because it's it's coming in. It goes right back into like another verse, so it's like it's not like the drawn out like da da of the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying. So yeah, so that's weird. The single one that blew my mind the most is here we go. I know it's, I know what you're about to say. It's you mirror mirror it earlier, huh? It's mirror mirror. Oh, never mind. Okay. You still have one that you didn't even ask me about because you, because. Uh, oh, I know exactly what. Yeah. Because I knew what you were going to say about it. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a second. But Long, no, no, no. Yes. Yeah, so episode j- ever. So this may be a two parter. Anyway, so there's a scene where James Corden, he's, he's like a late show host, and he does this thing where he drives around with musicians and celebrities, and they, they all sing along a song. Well, they do it, and I think it's like George Clooney, maybe Brad Pitt. Um, some like real big stars and every single one of them at the very end all yell out of the world. And then they're all like, what the, like what? Where'd it go? Weird. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's a really, I'm actually really happy that that's, you know, something that's in pop culture. So yeah, another one that's mind-blowing is It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, mm-hmm. which is odd because in 92 he won the Peabody Award for recognition of 24 for making 25 years of beautiful days in the neighborhood. Even the movie it says the neighborhood over and over and over, but in the actual real theme song it says it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, which is dead wrong. Man. It it's just it's just like just sing it. 
It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Yeah. It's just wrong. So, yeah. So, a lot of crazy stuff, man. And there's more. There's a ton more. I mean, there's like the... I'm still not sold. Are you serious? I mean... You literally missed... There's some... Look, look, look. look. 50, there's 55 know, but, out of 65. Yeah, I know. But at the same time, I just don't remember those right. Like, Well, that's what they the want Matrix, you to think. That is what they want us to think. Um, no, I mean, I'm I'm more okay, so, leaning so, towards that. So why is it that... Yeah, and again... That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that I don't believe it. It's just I don't... It cannot just be... I mean, I know I wouldn't it's, know the answer to why would that even possibly be happening other than... you know Well, there's, there's several reasons. But my whole thing is like... Okay, there's no way that, you know, we're, we're all different people. We all kind of, uh, we all grew up with different sort of experiences, and that's that's what makes us as people. And obviously, we're all kind of locked into varying levels of pop culture and knowledge about, you know, the the general zeitgeist of, like, popularity and what was popular 10 years ago versus now and you know, that's kind of like an, an ever-evolving thing. But my deal is is it cannot just be a mass, like, misremembering issue yeah. when when you can ask literally every single person over the age of 50 who Ed McMahon was, and they're going to say Publisher's Clearinghouse. Mm-hmm. Or like, I mean, really, I mean, I mean, Mirror, Mirror, Disney made a movie called Mirror, Mirror, even though the original, it says... Mirror, mirror on the wall. Oh, and this is another thing that's crazy, Woody. You remember when I first told you this like several years ago? Yeah. And I was flipping out about like, that's just crazy. Like, it's not, it's never been magic mirror. That is total bullshit. <laughs> now, it, it's not mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Now it's magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest one of all? Even that's yeah. changed now. And I don't even remember that being different when I first told you about it. Yeah. Because I would have told you. Yeah, I don't know. If I'll agree re- with you. Hold on. I'll agree with you that what I was trying to say is not like I wasn't questioning in terms of the Mandela effect. I'm questioning in terms of like other than the Mandela effect, why in the heck would this be happening? Because there is, there, that's the thing. There's just so many. And it's like across the board from movies to yeah uh, historical things. Uh, well, to, well, I... I, I think that there's been you know you know similar to the 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 thing we were talking about the other day with the uh, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, my mom has been into in the torch of the Statue of Liberty when she when she took her first trip to New York with my ex. He passed away. Stepdad Rick, and but apparently now in this reality there was some invasion that nobody's ever heard of uh, called. Uh, this is referred to as the Black Tom, where these Germans invaded New York and set off a hundred thousand pounds of TNT, and they damaged the Statue of Liberty so much that nobody has been able to get up and to even enter the torch since nineteen sixteen or nineteen twenty. I can't remember one of the two. And that's that's that that's mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. That's like. As much as they were pushing like the patriotism and like the, you know, this, we haven't this hasn't happened since Pearl Harbor and we haven't had a situation like this since Pearl Harbor. You know, whenever the nine eleven thing happened, yeah, not one time has any did did anybody reference this Black Tom event? Yeah, a hundred thousand pounds of TNT enough to damage a statue that's literally as big the as icon. like. Well, not only that, 
It's just the icon of the our, icon. our country. Right. And so it's just really bizarre. There's a lot of like, I, I think, I, what, well, the, well, let's get into like sort of the, the reasons. So the sort of probably most normal one is that somehow we don't totally understand how multiverse works. We don't totally understand whatever. And so somewhere along the way there was a merge. Maybe it was 2008, maybe it was 2010. But something happened around that time where at least people started realizing it. And and maybe maybe it has happened, it has been going on forever where things have just been like changing, you know, but like now we have the internet and now we have a way of communicating and like mm-hmm. sharing ideas and like, hey, let's create a group and like really start Put tracking the down this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, harder yeah. to hide even this kind of stuff, you know? Like, right. Yeah. Right. And so maybe there was a merge. There's another theory that, uh, well, and the merge also kind of makes sense with, because like the interesting thing is, so I basically did this exact same thing when I was sharing an office with my buddy Rass, another designer uh, that I used to work with. And I asked him the same thing. And he, and at the time he was uh, 22, maybe 23, early 20s. And it was super weird because for him, I mean, maybe there were like one or two that he was kind of blown away with like me, but nine out of 10, he got completely right as what they are now. Because he was born after the murder. Because he was born after. Okay. And so, okay. so the theory is, is like if there was some kind of like merge of, of realities or merge of like a dimensional kind of shift, whoever was born after that, that's just the way that they've always mm-hmm. – that's, that's, that's been the reality their, they know. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay. There's another theory that, you know, maybe it's more of a sort of like a darker thing. Maybe it's a um, – and this is, this is where it gets really interesting – as far as a lot of the things in the Bible have changed. To me, that's the one that's like, I mean, it's pretty scary if you start looking because, you know, there's, there's a verse in the Bible that, that basically talks about you should basically write the Bible on your heart. So you should know, you should know like the Bible front and back and and basically memorize it. So if those, if those Bibles are ever taken away, then you know what the word of God is or, and you know the, the gospel because it's written in your heart. Well, that kind of takes on a new meaning if you look at it as like, okay, well, this is weird because now now these things that we always just, oh, well, these are, this is just what we know. Like, like this is, these things that we're talking about, these are foundational things to my childhood, to my adulthood that I'm, I know without a doubt that there's a holy grail in the Last Supper painting. Well, now that Holy Grail is gone. And that's the thing, too, is there's like a million residuals for the biblical stuff. I mean, they're everywhere. Like, the you know, the lion will lie with the lamb. I read this article where this guy was talking. He's a theologist, and he used a German King James Version Bible uh, from 1817. And like it says, it's never been the lion will lie with the lamb. It says the lion will lie with the wolf. And you look on Google, and there's a billion paintings, pictures, of a lion laying with a lamb. It says, peace will reign in the kingdom and the lion will lie down with the wolf. Yeah, well, uh, like like lions and wolves are like just natural predators, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, the whole thing is like, I mean, there's the the symbolism of the lion and the lamb are, are very like sort of symbolic. And like, sure. 
but there's no passages which speak of a lion laying down with a lamb. Even though more residuals, there's even on two or three Vatican windows, you see the lion lying down with the lamb. And there's even, I think it belongs to the Vatican, there's like a $200,000 painting of a lion with a lamb. So it's like, mm-hmm. like where's all this coming from? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so like, so... It's more of sort of like a darker thing. Like, okay, so maybe maybe if you if you think of like good and evil, uh, if you're Christian, you know, maybe it's a Christian versus the devil thing or God versus the devil kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know where that stands. I feel like a lot of these are, I don't know. I, I feel like th- that would have a lot more credence if um, if it were only things changing like, Biblically, biblically, right? You know what I'm saying? But there's so many sort of trivial, like pop culture zeitgeist kind of stuff that it seems like it's just like an overall, like something change. So the final deal is there's a like a research facility slash organization called CERN that is it's like the largest particle physics laboratory in the world. Uh, yeah. It's the biggest and most advanced machine that has ever been built in the world. It was established in 1954. It's in Geneva, Switzerland, and it's right on the Franco-Swiss border. Yeah, I mean, um, they've been in the news relatively, not a lot in the past couple of years, but I mean, mm-hmm. relatively frequent, I would say. Yeah, I mean, the, if you've never heard of CERN, look it up, it's massive. And again, I think we should have a, a whole episode that goes into the Quantum darker physics. aspects. Oh, no, okay. the darker aspects of CERN, because it gets really bizarre. I mean, like the logo, if you look at it, I mean, it's literally 666. I'm sorry, but and like for all those like non-conspiracy theorists, like it's hard not to look at and be like, yeah, that's kind of 666. They had this, uh, this ceremony. So basically what CERN does is it has, it's something over the course of, that, you know, they have, they have institutions in 70 countries. This is basically the place where the internet was created. This is, it's just like the biggest machine ever created. And again, if you look at it in like a darker way, with it being the birthplace of the World Wide Web, then like, you know, that could kind of play into it. Basically, they have like underground, they have these tunnels that go something like 70 miles. And they'll send a, like a particle one direction, then they'll send the other one the other direction. And it builds up so much speed that it's going so fast that they smash into each other, you know, and that's that's like basically they're trying to see the origin of like dark matter, or black matter, or you know, creating black holes. There's a lot of a lot of sort of stuff that they're doing that's way above our pay grade, but um, but like a lot of part- people believe particle acceleration. Yeah, right. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Studying, um, you know, the, the uh, sort of paths and stuff that particles do it, and, and man. Kind of like on a side note, just on the science side of things too. Man, there are some really kind of fascinating things that they're doing over there. I pretty mean, damn with, scary, though. Yeah, it is pretty. It is pretty crazy, man. I mean, it's it's pretty fascinating the stuff that they do. You know, the, the machine is called the Large Hadron Collider. I don't know if I said that already, but I mean, they're really messing with like reality and messing with like. Black could, holes and dark matter. Could be, yeah, like black holes, uh, even things like, um, oh gosh, what's it called, man? Hmm. Oh, oh, like trying to uh, not reenact, but like. You're talking about like recreate like the, the, the Big, Big Bang? Bang. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Which, if you yeah. think about it, for, forget about like take religion out of it, right? So, scientifically, the Big Bang is the way that us humans can try to explain creation, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Of our planet and our solar system and stuff. Trying to recreate that in a lab, we'll say, you're right. It's pretty dang terrifying. Like, what are we? Yeah. What are we doing here, man? Yeah. You know? Well, and I and I think as smart as these people are, I mean, I would I would venture to say there's probably some really really intelligent people over there. Oh, maybe the smartest on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But even as smart as they are, no one knows what exactly is going to happen when you when you smash particles together and create a black hole here on the yeah. planet. Um, I mean, they did create. They did. Uh, um, not develop, but they did uh, discover a new particle, the Higgs boson. Mm. And so there's some cool stuff, but like it gets weird. And if you start looking into it, like some, there was a whistleblower apparently who uh, filmed a video. And since then they've said, oh, well, it was just like a joke. I don't know that I buy that it was a joke. There's a, you can probably find it on YouTube if they haven't taken it all down by now. But like uh, there's a person who from one of the buildings was filming and this was like at two or three in the morning and out front, there's – this is another thing, too. They have a statue of Shiva, which is the Indian yeah. goddess of destruction. So why would a – like, of all the scientific people that I know, the last thing they're going to have is some sort of religious archetype out front of the lab. And on top of that, why are you going to have the one who is the goddess of destruction? <laughs> yeah. It's just bizarre. But anyway, aside from that – there's like a ritual which they say is a mock ritual. I'm not so sure. There's people, all, all these people in robes. They're all standing around. I think they they're like holding someone down in the middle. You kind of you can't really see that great, but so there's that. And then for me, the most telling thing is there was a um I don't know. I can't remember. It was maybe like five years ago. They opened like a new portion of the tunnel so they could. They could extend, uh, you know, like I said, it's like 80 miles, I guess. And I think mm-hmm. they they opened another, uh, like, portion of the tunnel. So now it's like 100 miles maybe. Mm-hmm. And this, this goes underground uh, under several different countries. And they're all mm-hmm. kind of tied in together. You know, they, they all have like a an agreement, I guess, if you will. So they open this tunnel and, you know, there, there's no other way of saying it other than it's this straight up ritualistic thing. I mean, there's this sort of like goat horned deity, which is, you know, very similar to like Baphomet or Baal, if you know your, you know, sort of pre Babylonian biblical demigods. And you have him leading, you have this these babies that are like angels that look like they're crying, but they also have like horns. You have all of these like sort of naked, like I'm guessing almost like a druid type thing. Like and and so if you think of it like oh well that that's weird maybe it was like a joke no this thing was like several hours and this was like a kick to kick off like one of the most advanced scientific achievements so why are you going to have this super odd like like pagan maybe even luciferian like ritual to like kick it off it's just it's really bizarre like I, and I'll send you the stuff Woody like. Mm-hmm. Because I know it. I know it sounds like oh, you're probably looking into it. Like no, once you see this, you're like no. That one sounds crazy. Now I will make a quick, just a quick, be kind, rewind here. So Shiva is known as the quote unquote 
the destroyer mm-hmm. <clears throat> within the like Hindu trinity, mm-hmm. which includes uh, Brahma and Vishnu. Yep. Um, but Shiva is kind of stated to be the the energy and creative power. Basically, what is it? Oh, the supreme lord who creates, protects, and transforms the universe within that trinity. Well, but that, now that's whether the, or not they that's ahead. the thing though to to create though she has to yeah. destroy. Yeah, and in the most fierce aspects of Shiva <clears throat> um, is, you know, often depicted like slaying demons and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. kind of a strange choice, but I, I mean... I, I mean, know you're, you're telling me if we went to NASA, you're going to find the... No. You're going to find Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat? No. On the ground? No. Um, no. So, I mean, it is weird. I, it, you know, it's interesting. I would... Um, so all that to say, you know, it's basically... It's just a really weird uh, thing to have. Um, well, and it's scary. I mean, oh, it's, right? I mean, like, it's very scary. Yeah. The, no matter what, theories exist. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like okay to like test them. Yeah. And hypotheses and stuff. But mm-hmm. boy, I mean, I, you know, like I, I, I will say that you have piqued my interest in trying to determine, like, trying to track down certain things that have happened at CERN yeah. and when this rift might have occurred. Because I well, think. If you're asking me right now, after everything that you've presented, you think CERN? I would say that there's a there's some pretty strong evidence well, that something has happened. And okay, well, well, let me finish. Let me finish this before you finish that. Okay. So the the main thing that's not even that was just a lead up. So there was a video that went around that was um, you know like when you worked at the hospital, uh, yeah. you know you would have sort of like your in house videos. And so there was a video that was made that like wasn't training a, videos or something like that. Kind of like training videos, but it was sort of like they had just done something that was kind of like an achievement and it was okay, kind of yeah. it was one of those videos that was like you know, maybe if somebody new started it would be like, "Hey, look how look how fun we are here." Da 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 da. Like like the kind that Michael Scott would make. Exactly. That's exactly gotcha. right. But it wasn't for public Anybody in the public, it wasn't for anything like that. Well, in this video, and I'm probably going to get this wrong, but in this video, it goes to this one scientist. I mean, he looks straight up like, you know, he has a long white beard, crazy hair. And uh, he basically is holding up this sign that says uh, something Mandela. And then he says, it says, it says something Mandela. And then, and then it, then it like clips to something else and then it does another like fast pass over him and he has another one that says it says something like bond first bond name or something which is like nelson mandela like ne- like like uh something craig t nelson or whatever his name is you mean like the actor yeah i mean I'm, like I'm, the get, like the coach guy maybe i'm totally ruining this and it, and that's not right but it's something like it's like, okay, you have this internal video of the biggest scientific place on the planet that's ever been in all of time, ever. So this is CERN. And it's an CERN. internal video, and it, there's just some dude holding something that says Mandela on it? Hold on a minute. i got to find this. I mean, that, that, that you could end the story there, and that's kind of weird and, and I mean, intriguing just Hold alone. On. Here, I'm sending it to you. Yeah. Ooh, dude. I love it, yeah. Bond one, Mandela. says, what does he say? No, we are, it says, we are hap something CERN. And I will say that, and we're going to put this up in the artifacts, but my desk currently looks like that. (laughs) 
But instead of like, it's it's a half mix, equal 50-50 of work that I'm doing insurance mm-hmm. agent-wise. And then the other half is like <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons character sheets and hand-drawn maps. Mm-hmm. It's just, it is a, uh, it's a circus over here. But, you know, I don't have any signs around my neck, I guess is the good yeah. news. Well, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, why would he do that? It's like Bond one, so that was whatever that the guy's last name. What was the, who was the first Bond? I think his name was oh, Nelson. Yeah. Oh, so maybe that's okay. I see what you're saying. Like and it's then a clue the, to Bond yeah. one, or you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but I mean, th- again, this is CERN, the biggest laboratory in the world. Why is there a guy on an internal video holding two signs around his neck that says Bond one, and that that first actor's last name Nelson, and then another sign over it that says Mandela. And then there's something in this third sign that I'm seeing now, but... We are... It says something like... Well, no, 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 not that one. I'm looking at another thing that says... It says, has anyone ever seen the third sign that's like turned towards him? Then there's another theory, too, that, again, I don't know... I don't know what I believe about this one, but uh, I think several years ago there was like in 4chan or 8chan... Uh, there was basically a guy that was claiming to be a CERN whistleblower, and apparently, um, I'm not like a huge Reddit guy, so there's probably yeah. guys out, you know, for all you folks out there that are, and you know about this stuff, uh, hit us up, because it's fascinating, but apparently there was a guy who, like, predicted several things that they were going to change, and then they changed, which is, like, pretty fascinating. Dude, you know what, it kind of, like... Now that I'm looking at it in through that lens, mm-hmm. like they know that they can make like little changes yeah. that aren't going to necessarily ruin the universe. Yeah, and then some of them just kind of got out of hand. Or they're like, imagine these guys like sitting there knowing that okay, when we do this, I don't know, man. It kind of goes back to like, am I in Wandavision, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. what is going on? Which, by the way, man, I, I got to say, each episode's getting yeah, it's more getting and more better. intriguing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And it's not yeah. Columbo, but Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's the um, okay. I'm gonna give it to you. Okay, now we came a long way through it, but mm-hmm. I will say, man, you make a compelling case here. Whereas, and I gotta, you know, you've probably everybody's heard it since we started this podcast. Like anytime Tyler brings up the Mandela effect, I'm like, oh, you just shit on it, just because it's like, <laughs> man, like. You know, but thing after thing after thing after thing, and coupled with the fact that like people are messing with, you know, particles. I think it was yeah. 2012 when they found the what is it Higgins Higgins, Higgins boson Higgs. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's something to that, man. Because I mean, like I think the re- the the truth is the fabric of reality and right. the you know anytime you start messing with like particles and all this kind of stuff, I do feel like there's there is a high probability of just things shifting. And, you know, I mean, yeah. just yeah. like what, whatever episode it was that we kind of talked about. Oh, it was the, um, I almost said D.B. Cooper. We hadn't done that one yet. It was the um, the man from Tarred, one of our first episodes, one of our first Tales from the Time mm-hmm. Capsule. And we kind of talked about this concept of the multiverse and how like with every single choice that we make throughout a day now, like we kind of said earlier in this show, in this episode, you know, 
we're kind of working from home more nowadays. And so we have less of those choices to make. But what if instead of, you know, going straight home after you drop your kid off, you stopped, you just decided, well, you know what? I kind of feel like another Red Bull today. Mm -hmm. And you go and you make that decision. And there's all these different rifts throughout our day of different outcomes. And it's easier Mm -hmm. for us to kind of think, well, whatever the chosen outcome that we chose in that moment is the only possible anything, the only thing that's existing, that's the easy choice, right? But if you think about it a little bit broader and you think that all of those choices and all of the infinite possibilities exist simultaneously, mm-hmm. if you can kind of like think about it that way, I'm not saying believe it, but just think about it that way, listeners. And then add to that that there are people, scientists currently, you don't even have to be conspiracy theorist, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just that the facts are there's a scientific community experimenting with things like Heck, I think they call it the God particle. Actually, I think that may be the Higgs boson. Yeah. And, and, you know, like trying to duplicate the Big Bang, trying to essentially duplicate everything from creation to black holes even. I mean, there's so much, there's just an article that came out yesterday about mm-hmm. black holes. You know, yeah. and there's just so much to the universe in our known universe that we yeah. don't know. Forget about the fact of the unknown universe and all of the stuff around us, you know. And mm-hmm. it does make it kind of scary um i mean if the universe is listening or if the scientists at cern have tuned in can you somehow make it to where sour patch kids are healthy <laughs> because that would be killer and oatmeal cream pies because my god i love oh those man yeah. oh also a uh, quick note uh the first person to portray uh ian fleming's james bond was named barry nelson mm. so nelson mandela and then we are and happy. Is this at CERN. video? Is this video like? Can you find the video, or is it just these stills that people? No, have no, no. Yeah, yeah. You can find. I've seen them before. Okay. Um, it's actually kind of long, and it's like one of those. I mean, it, like you said, it's straight up Michael Scott, which yeah. R.I.P. from being off Netflix. That sucks. Yeah. Um, and I but, will attack you with the North. <laughs> no, but it's like I think there's from what I remember. And it's been several years, but I think there's sort of like cheesy music in the background. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Maybe it's like, that's what it is. It's like that happy song, like, da na 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 uh, Pharrell? Yeah, cheesy song. But I think it's that, and it's just showing kind of like clips of like, hey, we're scientists, but look, look how fun we are here. But yeah, the I need, I'll look it up this week, too, more into like the Reddit, uh, the whistleblower, the CERN whistleblower, because... There's a lot of stuff that he said. I mean, and again, it gets real, like, you know, super science-y and mm-hmm. it gets really big into, like, physics and, and a lot of the... I love inter- that stuff. Yeah, but this is, like... I mean, I love that st- stuff, too. I love physics. I love string theory, all that stuff. But, like, he gets into, like, the actual components of, like, the the Large Hadron Collider and, like, mm-hmm. how a lot of that stuff works. Wow. Yeah. Here's kind of what I want to do. I kind of want to invite anybody who is listening who has some of these that maybe we missed mm-hmm. uh, that they kind of remember differently than they are presented now in our, I guess, what we'll call our current reality. If you have anything like that that we didn't talk about, I know Tyler didn't mention this one, but one of the first, well, not one of the first ones, but one of the uh, ones this that he one has texted me, me off. is... Uh, is Bruce Springsteen on the cover of... Go ahead and just tell him real quick. Yeah, well, the cover of Born in the USA, which is 
an iconic image of Bruce Springsteen turn around, tucked in white shirt to those classic Levi's 5'11 jeans. Um, and in his back pocket, he has a red handkerchief, which throughout his earlier years, he's seen, well, and that era too, he's seen with that red handkerchief wrapped around his, like a headband, like around his head. Now, if you go look at that, it is a red baseball cap, which... Like a, like a really worn, like a old as crap baseball um, Yeah. Just hanging out of the back pocket, yeah. With like the 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 bill sort of like folded and tucked into his back pocket, mm-hmm. which is yeah, just totally wrong. I'm sorry. And you know, it was one of those things where you asked me about it. I was like, I don't really know. And then I just looked up. You're like, dude, trust me, Bruce Springsteen never, ever in his life has worn a baseball hat. And then like I googled, and I just it. like, yeah, I found it where he's yeah, wearing but, that hat at like a baseball. At but a baseball who game. has and the ever t-shirt and everything? Yeah, no, yeah, but me neither. I, mean, I, I thought it was a bandana for sure as well. Well, because the the bandana was like, like yeah, that was like Rolled part of his thing. His, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, hell, that's what we did in the yeah. band for the longest yeah. time. We had bandanas, yeah, absolutely. Well, this is one of those topics that I am so glad, I'm so overjoyed, and I knew that Woody was just gonna give me so much pushback on this and, and that's why you kept it secret you and just try to just talk us out of it and say it's not real it's just a mass hallucination nonsense no i don't believe the mass hallucination stuff although and i will I d- say you sold me you sold me a lot better than i thought you would be able to there's just so many for some of the years yeah i know i know uh side note uh woody and i actually did get into a conversation the other day which i think warrants a full episode on this but the idea if you've never thought of this that you know, all those critics and all those naysayers say, oh, well, these 22 kids in Australia in the 80s, they didn't all see a UFO. It was just a mass hallucination. <laughs> so mean, that's nuts, first of all. Secondly, okay, let, let's take that as whole cloth. Say that there is a thing as mass hallucination. Then if there's mass hallucination, then are we truly living in a simulation theory? Mm. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, that gives, it kind of plays into the other, you know? Well, and I think that's the perfect way to end this episode mm-hmm. on a little bit of a cliffhanger on whether or not we're going to get into are we living in assimilation next time. Nice. You know what I mean? Well, like we yeah, say absolutely. every single week, thank you guys for listening. I mean, this was a mega episode, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff covered. Essentially, you heard Tyler present a case on air that he's been trying to convince me of for years and years. And you see how he had to do it. He had to sneakily <laughs> tell me he had a mystery topic. <laughs> and even though I figured it out after the first question, yeah. I got to say, I mean, I have come away like a little bit more intrigued, not a little bit more, a lot more intrigued there than I have is. been over the years. Mm-hmm. So well done. Mm-hmm. But yes, thank you to all of our listeners um, Around the world, man. I, I looked the other day, and it looks like we have listeners in, I don't even, I can't even count them right now, but I will, tons and tons of different countries all over the globe. And so if you're listening to us from Australia to Japan, China, Russia, I mean, mm-hmm. Ireland, UK, I mean, you just name it. We just wanted to say hello, and thank you so much for listening. Um, hopefully one day, you know, when, when this podcast is big enough, we can fly out there and do a live show in your yeah. uh, in your amazing country. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. You mm-hmm. got anything else you need to say, Tyler? Uh, well, one that you kind of uh, didn't get was the Instapot. 
which is very well known from everybody. And this is really yeah, it, yeah. This is a recent one. Yeah, it's yeah. never been Instapot. It's Instant Pot now. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, you know, thank you guys for coming back week after week after week to the That Would Be Radical podcast. So, with that being said, we appreciate you. We love you. And as always, be rad. episode dude yeah